0: for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else. And what I'd like to consider a real estate Titan, our very special guest and featured Titan for today, Iggy, the realtor. Iggy, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks for coming out. This is really exciting. I know that there's so much anticipation on this episode to really get to know who you are as a man and the impact that you've made and the legacy you're building in the real estate world. So let's just dive into the series of
1: questions if you're cool. Let's do it. Okay, so I guess tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Can, can I start out with a shout out to mom? Always. Hi mom. <laughs> hey mom. <laughs> now that that's out of the way. <laughs> love it man, <laughs> love it. It's awesome. Um, your question again. Oh yeah, so tell everybody a little about you. Um. Hey, I'm Iggy. That's all you guys know me as. Uh, this is our office. Biggie in the backdrop. That's right. Respect. For for those that know me, that's probably not too surprising for you guys. Uh, I've been doing real estate. This is year number six now. I think I got my license in September of 2013. Wow. Um, you know, the ramp up was hard and the last few years have been better. And uh, um, Just got this office about a month ago. It's an exciting step for us. We fired up Summit Ridge Group as a, as a brokerage uh, in January of this year. Uh, much love to everybody at equity spent four years with you guys over there and uh, Just nice to have my own corner. I guess now so love it. And where we're at. This is a beautiful
0: office. We were just up on the roof a little bit earlier um, Just gorgeous downtown location. super super awesome. So a uh, Give everybody a little bit of insight into what drove you to get involved
1: in real estate in the first place and kind of what your progression was in your career T- To be totally honest man. Uh, I was doing a flip of a house in 2013. Okay, and a good friend of mine, Ramsey, if you're watching, uh, said it was always his goal to get his real estate license, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it, it never was mine, to be wow. completely honest. Okay, yeah, this is great. Uh, so I had this house on the market, uh, basically was out of work at the time because the house was done, it needed to sell. And uh, I said, hey, I'll go to school with you, Ramsey, sure, why not? And uh, you know, then after I got my license, I started to realize like, hey, there really is a lot more to this than I thought. Mm-hmm. And uh, kinda, kind of exited the things that we were doing at the time, which uh, was also still like sales oriented. We were doing, uh, we we're selling cars and stuff like that. Awesome. And uh, one of the things that drove me out of that field was the the, the, the lack of even a desire for repeat business. It mm-hmm. was so transactional. It was like, hey, you know, you, you go from A to B, you get paid in between, and then you do it again. Wow. And uh, the thing that I really saw in real estate as a good opportunity was hey, if you do a good job and if you do it over and over again, that's really all you have to do in order for your business to grow. And, and simple concept uh, I right. uh, sure. fell in love with. Okay, and that's beautiful. And I love the fact that you mentioned
0: that. it's it's uh, In the past, You know, in other careers, it was more transactional, and I think that that's a, a wonderful note to make, is not everybody's created equal, and there's a reason why the Titan Series is here, is to showcase people who actually care. It's not just a transaction. You're really building a community of individuals that you're guiding them through this process. So that obviously speaks volumes about you and your career um, thus far, Iggy, and what you do in the community. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. So let's go into the the next question when it comes down to it. So what's your why? I mean, what gets you out
1: of bed in the morning, makes you do what you do to the level you do it at? I mean, <laughs> We seriously. were talking about this in anticipation of this, of this episode. I uh, love it. Greg sends out the questions in advance if you guys didn't know, so you get to prepare for them. And uh, what's your why? I mean, that's such a big question. Like, why, why why, not, I guess, is the right answer that I can give you. Uh, I love it. Um, you know, uh, there's, there's so many things that you can do. In it. And again, it doesn't come down to money. Like, I know for, I've heard this before, and it's probably the wrong, for all you guys that are thinking about getting into real estate, quick money is probably the wrong reason to get into it. Just right. uh, and you know. And if your reason for doing this purely is money, I think people can see that. For sure. It's not very genuine, and it's not. Uh, what's that Bob Marley quote, man? Uh, uh, numbers are infinite, type of deal. And if you keep chasing numbers, you'll never be happy. Is kind of the gist of it. So like, there's you, you can make all the money in the world and still not be happy. But um, I guess my why, if I had to answer it in a simple in a simple question, is, um, you know, why not? Yeah. I, I have the opportunity every single day to do what I feel is right, and and take care of people to the best of my ability, and, and in return, I get to do it again, which is a blessing. I, I think that's beautiful, and, and it, it's so unique to, to hear that process,
0: but why not, That's so strong, right? And, and it really comes down to, again, you mentioning it's not about the money, it's about really helping people, um, and, and making a difference and an impact. So. Uh, on that line, uh, making a difference out in the real estate community, the next question kind of uh, helps a lot of the professionals that watch this series, whether they're brand spanking new or they're seasoned professionals, kind of an insight into your business professionalism, what you've done to have your success so thus far. So if you could look back and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business
1: that took it from one level to the next, what does that look like? That's, I've got a few friends out there, Rick uh that'll they'll make fun of me for this but systems uh i have to say it you know i've I've fought with it for a number of years thinking you know everything can stay up here you know i remember what i have to do next but the reality of it is if you want to you know whether it's going from one deal a month to two or or the next whatever your level up is uh systems will help you get there and whether it's a spreadsheet or a You know, something other than a piece of paper that you lose in the passenger seat of your car in between showings. (laughs) Or put it on a note in your phone and then it gets deleted. I mean, yeah, just, you know, you can i have worked on it. I was happy enough to work on a team and blessed to work on Jeff's team. And uh, I mean, that that team is based on systems. Everything's a system. You know, you could take the person out of it and another person could jump into it. and, And, you know, with some lag time, still catch up and understand what's happening. Thanks to the organization and the structure of that system. So, you know, I'm, I'm a much more uh, uh, play by ear type of dude, but mm-hmm. to have uh, some basic foundational structure for a business and instead of treating it like a, like a windfall, which I think is something that a lot of agents unfortunately do, like uh, having a database and knowing where your next work is coming from so you don't have to stress out about, you know, not having a closing in November or whatever. Right. Uh, systems.
0: Uh, I, I think that's great and, and that's tons of advice for everybody to take into and, and just for your reputation out there and a lot of people that are watching this know who you are but there's some people who don't as well so uh, speaking to that note uh, you're you're very well known for not just working really really smart and having those systems in play Thank but then so when you look at it uh, hey this is live everybody there's yeah. somebody at the door <laughs> so <laughs> we'll keep going might be a lead guys that's right ah, sh- should we convert a lead live should we take it <laughs> um, <laughs> You're also very well known, not just in that uh, working really smart, but Mm. also getting down to the business and not being afraid to get dirty, to really put the time in and the hard work. So could you speak to that for everybody out there? I mean, you you mentioned it, it's not easy and if you're in it for the money, quick money, it's not going to happen, but you're out there every day really doing what's needed. So what does that look like for you?
1: Um, For me, it's just... Who's here? Hi, Cindy. One of our agents is here. We're doing a live show. Hey, Cindy, we're on live right now, so. You wanna sit in on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, uh, hey guys, uh, another thing about systems is maybe put a put a memo out. That's right. Um, <laughs> Uh, the question was uh, what the, the business is and why get down and dirty Yeah, work.
0: essentially what you do, like a, a few tips that you could give to some other professionals that are out there that are trying to really
1: scale or updo their business. I mean, what are some things that you've done? Uh, I think one thing that you learn in real estate school that's, that's really important to remember, for example, is to, to not pretend to be a lawyer and not pretend to be an engineer and not pretend to be the contractor that you don't have a license for. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that, it definitely helps to know what you're talking about when you're going out with... Uh, the public Um, you know not to give the kind of advice that you're not qualified to give but to be able to discern between a serious problem and not a serious problem sure so that being said and I mean I'm sure a lot of you guys have run into me at showings before and uh, I'm not usually wearing a suit oftentimes I'm wearing you know a dirty t-shirt because uh, I find that there's a lot of value in in getting under the house mm-hmm. and finding the issues while some of my colleagues are busy writing an offer on the same house in the car. Love it. Um, it's, it's, I think it's not like being a jack of all trades because mm-hmm. I think there's definitely a lot of danger in that in the sense of you just aren't good at anything and you're just kind of good at a lot or halfway good at a bunch of stuff. But I think just knowing the construction process, what is a house. Uh, basic like circumstantial uh, knowledge of what can go wrong in a deal and just kind of bringing that whole picture to your client in advance and sharing with them like hey uh, I'm warning you about this because of that and I just want you to be uh, aware of it uh, right as an issue just I guess uh, if I had to sum it all up like if you can educate yourself more as to what you're selling rather than just the process of selling
0: I love that, and there's so many nuggets to take away from that, and again, not being afraid to get under the house and do what you need to do. Amongst knowing the the neighborhoods and your product, that's beautiful, true, true statement. So let's go into a slightly more difficult question, and this is really the challenge question. The challenge question. Yeah, at the end of the day, we all deal with them, right? Whether it's in the past, now, or into the future, but Iggy, if you could share a challenge that you dealt with in your life that you overcame, and you became a stronger man because of it,
1: What does that look like for you? I didn't practice for you, so maybe I should have gotten in front of the mirror or whatever. (laughs) This this is good, this is good. (laughs) Now we have an audience, too. That's right. Um, I don't know, man. probably moving here. Uh, We moved here with my mom when I was nine years old. That was in 1995. Okay. Uh, Didn't know I was moving here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we kind of arrived here, and next thing you knew, uh, uh, we were living here. Wow. Um, My stepdad at the time was... uh, this is there's no beliefs on this video but nope. not not my favorite person in the whole wide world like uh, didn't teach me a lot so uh, in overcoming challenges it's kind of like um, growing up with not necessarily with like a bad example but with mm-hmm. the lack of a good example okay and then uh, some of my friends Whose names won't be mentioned okay. maybe did <laughs> okay. some less than select and choice things in in our childhood. So just like right. getting out of the, it's like what's that? It's called a feedback loop, right? Like okay. when, when you when you uh, are surrounded by a particular thing and you surround yourself with more and more and more of it, and and one day you know you either end up successful or or, or, or in jail, right? And or somewhere in between. So I guess just as uh, being a first generation like immigrant to this country, learning English, wow. I didn't know English when I moved here. Okay, I remember specifically we were in Iowa, coming uh, from Chicago O'Hare to Colorado Springs by car. <laughs> you know, we were in Iowa at a McDonald's, dude, and I struggled to order an orange juice. Wow, and man. So I was like basically ten at the time. Uh, got my first job when I was like thirteen, and just uh, worked my way out of the household as quickly as I could, mm-hmm. just so I could establish my own thing, and then, and then, and then beyond like understanding that hard work really does pay off Mm -hmm. like I I got that concept pretty quickly sure Uh, but then how to scale it into something that's not uh, before like real estate I was a bartender Mm -hmm. and uh, shout out to all my people in the bartending scene love you guys I'll see you next year Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, but how to how to how to take it from uh from that level which I was so familiar with and 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 knew and was comfortable in and to to jump into something unprecedented that really the only person in my family that's ever done that was my mom and I've got a lot of love for her like she started her own business in in Latvia um uh from scratch man she she oh, man. she she took a an idea and turned it into a business that uh 30 almost 30 years later still exists and is still feeding her friends wow so just to kind of you know the thought was you know if my mom could do it, then maybe I can too and eight years ago I quit my job and 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 just learning how to kick it into gear man like with with really no background in it no no uh no, like positive example to say, hey man, this is how you do it. Sure. So just for years and years and years, just bumping your head against it until it mm-hmm. finally starts to come together. Wow. I guess that's the challenge, man.
0: Yeah, and obviously talking about the overcome uh, portion is is really crucial. And so first of all, A, thanks for sharing that because it's not easy to kind of air that out in front of everybody. But I think that when you're talking about you know the example or lack thereof an example, that's tough just to start right off the bat. Then you're talking about moving from a completely different country to here, not speaking any English whatsoever and overcoming that. And then in turn, noticing what was happening and then moving on with your life and having great success. That is a beautiful story for so many people. And I know that's gonna resonate with so many people who are watching this because we all deal with struggle and challenges. And I'm telling you, that's a lot right there on the table that you dealt with and you still pushed and forged And made the life that you're making right now and continue to so that that's big that's really really big stuff so thank you so much for sharing that and again I know everybody appreciates that for sure so let's go slightly softer on this one so air this out everybody so um, if you could travel back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice or two in any stage of your life what would you say to young Iggy there's a lot I could probably say. I mean, <laughs> sure, don't, and what don't go in that room. Yeah, no, <laughs> <I'm> just joking. Don't <laughs> go, um,
1: No, just don't take yourself too seriously. I guess, man. Okay. It's it, it all comes down to, uh, you know, we're on this planet one time, dude. It's not about the stuff you accumulate. It's not about. It's not really about uh, what people think of you. I think it's more important what you think of yourself. So as long as, hmm. as long as you can lead a life where you. Uh, have self-respect and respect for others as opposed to demanding respect from others, mm-hmm. I think that would probably, yeah, don't take yourself too seriously. That would be okay. the biggest point of advice I would give myself. And also don't drink cheap beer. Okay. <laughs> 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 this is true. That's a good statement. That's not just Young again. That's, yeah, that's, that's everybody. Just, yeah,
0: <laughs> that's across the board. PBR does not. Save your money. We apologize to any PBR lovers. So, um, but I, I think that that's, that's really, really huge advice for everybody to take into life is not to go too seriously and and have that level of respect and understanding for yourself. Mm. That is so important to do. And, and it's it's hard for a lot of professionals, as you know, in this business, and a lot of the top producers just think, oh, well, what do they think of me? I need everybody to like me. No, you don't.
1: No, you don't. There's seven billion people in the world, guys. Don't forget that. Like, And they're making more. Right. So, uh, Every day. <laughs> as long as, um, you can't get everybody to like you, I mean that's the bottom line, and, but as long as you do the right thing for the right people, they will appreciate it. Love it. Huge
0: message everybody, take that to heart. So let's go into the feeding of the mind question. So that's a right. lot of the viewers who are watching this series, they love to know what the Titans are feeding their minds with, right? How are they growing? How are they excelling? So, I mean, Iggy, what books you reading, podcasts you're listening to, influencers and social media, coaches, what are you feeding your mind? Just a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, man. Okay, which is great. You know, Danny (laughs) DeVito, he's the man, I'm telling you. Shout-out to Danny if you're watching.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, I do watch a lot of It's Always Sunny. Yeah. But uh, as far as books right now, uh, my buddy Sly Martinez, you probably know him. He put me up on a book called Sapiens. Oh, okay. It's uh, the history of humankind. Uh, Kind of a book focused on anthropology, and it's just... uh, uh, Realtors you guys I'm sure have had all you know similar experiences to me where you uh, get off the phone and Immediately ask yourself like why in the hell would anybody ever do that or why would somebody think that that's okay? or like you know we get struck with all kinds of crazy situations so listening to this history like the 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 natural history of humanity and how we evolved to get to the point where we're at now it kind of answers some of those questions and hmm. um, I've always wanted to study psychology, and this is kind of the background to psychology. Uh, and then all the sales stuff, dude, like the Grant Cardone's and the mm-hmm. you know the Ten X book that he you know the it was supposed to be called "Don't Be a Little Bitch," but they wouldn't let him publish it. <laughs> they should have come they on, <laughs> much better um, than Ten X, right? And just um, that and, and history; those are the things okay. that really kind of drive me because I think it's a statement that's maybe over said but like undervalued is that if you don't you don't know history you're gonna repeat it yeah so like for the real estate market specifically man like I didn't go through 2008 2009 2010 mm-hmm. as a as a participant and you know as a licensee right but uh, you know I lived through it and I remember what that was like I was uh, unemployed in Portland Oregon mm-hmm. and then I moved back here and slept on my buddy's floor for like six months before I bought a house wow. in 2010 good timing yeah Uh. But I think it's important to, to study the cycles and, and, and the psychology behind those cycles. Like what, what was the gist of things in 2007? Sure. How, how were realtors acting? What was the buyer sentiment? And I talked to a lot of, uh, not a lot of, a few of my colleagues here yeah. in the business and, and really like compare notes like, is this like that? Cause like where are we headed? Sure. And just, it'd be, you know studying things. I, I, I think that's huge. There's
0: a lot of really good takeaways for that, for what you're feeding your mind. I think the history portion, it's the old adage, you don't know where you're going until you know where you've been. Exactly. So I think that more people should be paying attention to that, not just professionals, but everybody else in the economy and what's happening. So sure. uh, just so everybody knows, I, as always, will put those uh, books and everything in the comments below so you can learn and feed your mind the same way Iggy does. So uh, just so you know, that's gonna be in there. So Iggy, this has been fantastic. Tons of nuggets, great information for everybody to consume inside here. So last question before we wrap this whole thing up. Sure. If you could sum up yourself as a man, as a brand, uh, a quote or a mantra that you live by, what does that look like for
1: Iggy the realtor? From the car days, man, a buddy of mine taught me that, I don't know who said this quote where it even came from, but uh, winners do the hard things. I don't know where it comes wow. from, but it, it's simple, it's, it's so basic, so but I, I have to remind myself of that every time, like, uh, uh, for example, I'm writing a check that I don't want to write <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> or um, you know, I'm going on a listing appointment that I dread or like with a buyer who, you know, is difficult or whatever. Winners do the hard things, man. And the reason that that resonates so hard is, you know, once you get through those hard things, then, uh, then the easier things follow. I really believe in that that's big and that's that's
0: for a lot for people to take away so iggy thanks so much for taking the time you are an official yeah. real estate titan thank my friend you so um thank you so much everybody as always for your time and attention your love and support uh live every tuesday and friday afternoon a different titan a different location uh we'll catch you guys in the next live episode of real estate titans take care